Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings about those characters, and then make them fight for our amusement and yours. I'm your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw, with me as always is Ken Knapsack. Well, sir, happy to be here. I'm still recovering from the Civil War last week with Sedan versus Quiggold. Quiggold. Yeah, 
Terrible, terrible. <laughs> shipmate versus shipmate. It was heartbreaking. I think uh, this week's episode yeah. probably won't be as heartbreaking. Okay. I think a lot of things are going to be broken uh, physically, uh, emotionally, but not as heartbreaking. Mm. First, we want to say today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This week, we are going to recommend The Phantom Menace novelization. We are are building up to the big 20th anniversary happening in a few days for that film so go download that novelization on us to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash force center again that's audibletrial.com slash force center for your free audio book and uh because we are celebrating the phantom menace this week uh i put together a phantom menace fight oh yeah which was a fun and interesting challenge because there's so many fun weirdos in Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them have fought before. We, yeah. A lot. Yeah. I mean, you got you got Kitster, you got <laughs> your Jira, you got lots, almost all of the pod racers. Yeah. A lot of them have already fought. So this is going to be a very interesting battle. The fact that Jira has fought says a lot, <laughs> good and bad, about Data Bank Problem. And that was <laughs> like a year ago, yeah, I it think, was. if not more. Uh, but we have, uh, you know what, I'm not even going to say more. We'll okay. just get right into it. <laughs> uh, our first combatant uh-huh. is Lot Dodd. Yeah. Here's what the databank has to say. Yeah. To hear Lot Dodd tell it, the actions of Newt Gunray <laughs> did not reflect the true intents of the Trade Federation, which remained loyal to the Galactic Republic. Sure, the Separatist Alliance did use Trade Federation starships and battle droids as part of their fighting forces in the Clone Wars, but this was equipment legitimately purchased in the open market. The Trade Federation was committed to commerce across the entire galaxy and had no interest in getting caught up in territorial wars, Dodd would say. In truth, the senator received a healthy income to ensure both sides of the war stay well-equipped. Mm-hmm. So that databank entry really uh, focuses on Clone Wars era lot, Dodd, but he does indeed uh, appear in The Phantom Menace. He does. Uh, so what do you got there on Wikipedia for Lot Dodd? A lot. Ken? There's a lot <laughs> on Lot Dodd. Uh, and I'm going to make sure, double-checking that I am going in the canon tab, and I am. Okay. Uh, lot there. We do even have some stats, man. We have some Ooh, stats. Some so Lot we'll, Dodd we'll, stats. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, we got a quote. Uh, of course, we know male Nemodian, um, 1.9 meters, eye color red, skin color green, classic Nemodian look to him, uh, dressed Depending on where you look at it, because he also was in the Clone Wars a lot, of course, in the animated series. Um, you got the very tall, almost uh, papal headdress type of situation <laughs> with a very comfortable long jacket cape combo. Kind of like wearing a hot water bottle on his head. Very much so. Uh, and very. Uh, and this this is the Senate chamber shot from, uh, I believe, Phantom Menace. He is uh, going very black gray motif, uh, shades of darkness. Um <laughs> The quote, and uh, I will not be doing uh, the Nimodian accent. Understandable. Uh, uh, says, uh, I object. There's no proof. This is incredible. We recommend a commission be sent to Naboo to ascertain the truth. Mm. This is, of course, after Padme says, hey, the Trade Federation, they got themselves an army, and yeah. they're keeping us on our planet. They <laughs> invaded us just a little bit. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's great. That's great. Uh, there's a lot dot action figure that is, this, this communicates what's going on with him. 
his hat is removable because I think the action figure otherwise would not fit, <laughs> fit in the plastic bubble without totally mm-hmm. obscuring, totally obscuring the name Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, I have always loved this idea that's in Phantom Menace. I should say always loved when I focused on it and paid attention to it. Sure. Uh, that this is where the Republic was at. We're like, okay, you're not a planet, but sure, you're, uh, yeah, Walmart of space. You can have representation in the Senate. Right. And I loved what this character represents and, and getting to see Lot Dodd do that exact line of just like, hmm. a verifiable thing is happening. Well, I guess we better double track. And just <laughs> such uh, uh, upsettingly kind of real world BS. Mm-hmm. And uh, all coming from this guy with a just domineering hat. Right. How do you feel about Lot Dodd? Uh, I, I think I like uh, a Lot Dodd, I think, more now um, as I've gone to appreciate kind of the deeper themes and the, the politics of the Phantom Menace that uh, maybe I didn't like as much in 1999 or thought I didn't. I, I explained a little bit on the main show this week that I was tuned into some of that stuff and I pushed it out of my brain because I thought I wasn't cool. Um, uh, I, I like... Here's what I really like about Lot Dot. I love that they bring him back in the Clone Wars, and he's involved in some, you know, a lot of stories. In yeah, Clone Wars. that's interesting to me. That uh, Lucas was like, "Yeah, this this guy's key. Use this guy. He's got a lot going on." And okay. uh, uh, you know, love the description here: personality and traits, cunning and immoral, with a voice reminiscent of that of a snake charmer. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, that that's good to keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do, I do like his look. I like his little uh, jacket with the two kind of big weird diamonds mm-hmm. on the lapels. Right. He is it, for is Nemodians go. He's got some style. So, uh, are you ready for our next combatant or any other lot dodd uh, thoughts memories? Uh, yeah, no. One little note: uh, they they say he appears in Attack the Clones. He's listed in the credits as Lot Dodd, played by Alan Rusko. Um, but, uh, there's always been debate cause he does not look like Lot Dodd. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He's, interesting. he's on Geonosis, uh, kind of like a second, the second Nemodian standing behind Gunray. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, maybe that will factor into our, our storytelling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrestled with mm. Lot Dodd was like, he, he's right in the pocket of databank brawl. Right. Of like, yeah, kind of obscure little weirdo in the background, maybe has some relevance and like who, who is cool from Phantom Menace who hasn't fought? Who can go up against Lot Dodd? And I admit, this is going to be interesting. Okay. Because Lot Dodd will be facing Mace Windu. <laughs> 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 Here's what the data bank has to say. A grim Jedi master with an amethyst-bladed lightsaber, Mace Windu was the champion of the Jedi Order with little tolerance for the failings of the Senate, the arguments of politicians, or the opinions of rebellious Jedi. As the Clone Wars intensified, Mace sensed the dark side of the Force at work and knew the Jedi's enemies were plotting to destroy the Order and end its stewardship of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mace Windu. It doesn't actually say that at the end. I just added that. It seems like... You need to call out his name. Mace Windu. Very uh, 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 Job on Arrested Development. <laughs> Mace Windu. Uh, so Wikipedia, I'm sure, has plenty, plenty. On, uh, on Mace Windu. Plenty, but let's go with those stats there. Human male from Harun Kal, uh, born 72 years before the Battle of Yavin. Uh, but, of course, he died uh, 19 years before the Battle of Yavin. But we'll see what happens in databank brawl. <laughs> he is a human uh, male, uh, height 1.92 meters, 
This is my favorite. It's painful for me. Hair color, black. Later, none. Story <laughs> of my life, too. Uh, high, eye color, brown. Skin color, dark. We know all this. Uh, mace with the purple lightsaber. The Jedi robes. And that fierce look. And the quiet predictions of everything that's coming that no one listens to. <laughs> yep, yep. Very, very firm. Uh, we didn't get a chance because there's so much to cover on uh, in, in our main show this week mm-hmm. of... Uh, uh, Phantom Menace memories, but you know, I remember how big a deal that was that uh, Samuel Jackson was cast. All of the jokes about a Jedi who's going to swear, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. How did you receive Mace Windu back in the day? Uh, I I loved Mace Windu. I still I still love Mace Windu. I love Samuel L. Jackson, um, but I do remember thinking, okay, that's that's you know, I, I, I that's how he is. I guess he's quiet. He's withdrawn. Kind of grumpy. Um, I think later on you get more what I wanted from Mace. Yeah. But yeah, in Phantom Menace specifically, it was like the first time we see a lot in Phantom, like so-and-so's be cast as, as, as so-and-so. Oh, it's not the main part we thought it was, yeah. or it's not doing something that we thought it was. And that's, and that's fine. And so I, I think it's a consistent character and everything. And it starts small in Phantom Menace, not small. He's a main, main part of Phantom Menace. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. Yeah. So initially it was like, wow, you got Sam Jackson. You just kind of have him sit in a chair, but you got to have patience. Wait, the story plays out. Yeah, don't worry. He will kill Boba Fett's dad. Just wait. Just wait. Uh, yeah, but I, I, you know, I think I had that same reaction, uh, just wondering what what Samuel Jackson will bring. And, and the Mace Windu character is very consistent. And now that I know what it is, I really enjoy it. Those steepled fingers and that harsh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the boy will be No. Bring him before us. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, as... Everything in the prequel era gets expanded in the books. Mm-hmm. I really love this picture of this Jedi who maybe under doesn't. I don't think he like dabbles with the dark side. Like I know mm-hmm. Vapod is the lightsaber form that he does that, mm-hmm. that dances up to the edge and all, all that stuff. Um, but to me, I like the idea of he is rigid. Yeah, he knows the Jedi have formed all these beliefs over all these years, and he sticks to them. Period. Mm then that's a that's a fascinating character to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's fascinating. I mean, uh, there's a lot to Mace Windu. And and I love, if you guys out there listening have not had a chance to go back to that uh, Mace Windu comic, I really do love it. There's like a story set in the past and a story set in the present of the time of the comic. And the one in the present's good, but the one in the past is beautiful. Yeah. And it ties directly to his final moments in Revenge of the Sith. And it's one of, I just, I was moved by it in a way like, oh, nice. yeah, this is, this is, what, okay, got it. And I love when the books and the comics do that kind of thing. Take something we know, a moment uh, from that's either big or small, and then just goes, let's, let's connect back to that. Okay. And I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. All right. I think we know uh, our two combatants. I do have one question. If you still have Lot Dodd's Wikipedia pulled up. I do, I do. Is, uh, did, has, did he canonically die was he, because uh, I don't think he was on Mustafar because he was trying to pretend he's not a part of the Alliance, the right. Separatist Alliance. Uh, he, did, he did die. He did die. On Mustafar? Uh, I'm trying to confirm that. I Maybe, did he die somewhere in the Clone Wars, maybe? Let's go to... Reading about Lot Don. Uh, no, that's, that is Rush Clovis. Uh, it does not, I'm sure it does say. I, I, it would be just a boring episode of me trying to find... <laughs> where it is <laughs> yeah okay so we're gonna assume but he is dead around the time of 
Okay. Mustafar. So maybe there's a Clone Wars episode we're not remembering. Lot Dodd does meet his end. Mm-hmm. We know how Mace Windu meets his end. Or do we? Uh, so with that, let's fight. All right. So the reason I ask about death, of course, is I always like to set these before the characters actually died. Right. Ken, do you have any instinct about when you want to set this? Uh, I love this idea of... uh I love the idea of just prior to Revenge of the Sith and the Battle of Coruscant. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe things are heating up. Yeah, yeah. Heating up, and maybe, yeah, maybe Windu needs to seek him out. Yeah, okay, okay, I like this. Uh, do you think uh, Lot Dodd has an office on Coruscant? Oh, yes, he definitely has a, is a is an apartment and an office. You know? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I think that maybe uh, maybe it's uh, yeah directly preceding the Battle of Coruscant. Maybe there are even reports that an attack might be coming in, and everybody's getting prepared. Mm-hmm. I think Mace is is meditating, and he just he's seeing mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and again the, the dark side is coming, and he's running down like what are what are known threats, what are known problems, and, and Mace knows like you shouldn't, we as a Jedi shouldn't get involved with politics, but mm-hmm. I don't believe for a second. Yeah. That all this time, Lot Dodd is not profiting off this war, mm-hmm. is not does not have uh, sympathy with the uh, separatists. Mm-hmm. Separatists are coming to attack us. Maybe maybe Lot Dodd is helping. I'm going to give myself the Jedi assignment to go check. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to stare real hard at Lot Dodd and yes. see if he speaks to me. Yes, I like this a lot. I like this a lot, and I think he's going to do it by himself. Yep, he is Mace Windu. Yep, 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 yep. Maybe he, this is not good that he, he should have maybe checked with the council. Yeah. But. Yeah, well, like as he's going up the elevator, like uh, Kit Fist is like, hey, Mace, what you doing? Not today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you say to Kit Fisto? Not today. Uh, so I think uh, Mace goes to the front door of uh, the office or the apartment of Lot Dodd. Does he go to Lot Dodd's home where Lot Dodd keeps his tall hats? You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say no, but then you just sold me on a collection of hats. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you wanted, no, but you I, did it well. Just I'm going to yes end that because that's where, funny. Where he hangs his tall hats. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, that makes sense because Mace is trying to catch him off guard. Off guard. He doesn't want to, He doesn't want the facade. He right. wants the real. He wants dot. the truth. Yeah. So uh, he, I think he is a tall building, you know, in Coruscant. Uh, and I think uh, Mace Windu uh, gets to the front door, and I'm sure there's like a little video screen, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I'm Mace Windu. I'm here to speak to Lot Dodd." Uh, and I think Mace waits for a long time. Mm-hmm. Long time. He meditates as he waits. Mm, yes. It's a cranky meditation because yeah. he's, he's trying to just calm himself and be in the moment. But the truth is the moment is frustration. Yeah. Concern. Right. Uh, and that's his honesty. Mm-hmm. That's why he's sometimes so cranky because yeah. he is living in the now. Yeah. And right now <laughs> it's kind of pissed. Not good. Not good. <laughs> not, not, not going great, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think eventually shink, the door opens okay. in what does Mace Windu see? He sees a old repurposed B2 battle droid. Oh, B2? B2 battle droid. Uh, sitting there and it's kind of, and and it's it, it says like, uh, uh, Mr. Dodd is not here. So it's the super battle droid. Super battle okay. droid. Okay, and I think it is, uh, it has, this is very strange, this is not mm. normal. It has like a little kind of space servant outfit. Like, it's not dressed like an earth butler. It doesn't have, like, a little no, bow tie. No, bow tie. But it has, it's wearing some, like, uh, Nemodian gowns. Yes, it has a Nemodian gown on and a little uh, Nemodian hat. A little Nemodian hat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Mace is just, like, right away. Like I think, yeah. Nothing's shaping up here. Yeah, I think he, I think this is, you know, maybe not the greatest for Jedi, but it's often Mace's first word. I think he looks at this, uh, this droid, this situation, I think he just says, no. <laughs> if Lot Dodd mm-hmm. wasn't here and that's all you had to tell me, 
you would have opened this door right away. Mm-hmm. What does this uh, B2 battle droid in a Nemodian gown say to that? Uh, he says, uh, Lot Dodd is not here and you do not have uh, permission to enter, which in Mace's mind is he gave this droid a choice yeah. to be better, the Jedi way. Yeah. And the droid did not take it. He continued his lie. Yeah. Okay, so I think uh, I think Mace is, is getting ready for action. Yeah. And uh, I think he says, I'm going to give you uh, one more chance mm-hmm. to tell me the truth. And the battle droid's like, um, I did. Uh, and I think Mace reaches out with the force. He tries to sense whether Lot Dot is there. And he feels like he senses something in the kitchen area. Mm-hmm. And Mace reaching out just throws some utensils around in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yeah. And he hears Lot Dodd go, Ow! <laughs> <laughs> so Mace has used the force. Who did this? I want proof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lot Dodd yells out that he wants a commission yep. to know why a, a space fork stuck him in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think the B two battle droid even turns like, um, uh, and it tries to come up with a lie. What is it? What does it try to sell, Mace? Uh, that um, that is uh, the chef uh, dot Todd. <laughs> and I think Mace again says no, and he pushes with the force. <laughs> How hard? What happens to this droid? So hard that the hat falls off, <laughs> and the cape rips, and it slumps to the ground. Oh, he just shink. <laughs> But the battle droids, uh, the B2's little arm, rocket arm, comes yeah. out. Oh, no. Defense programming has kicked in. Yeah, and I think just then, Lot Dodd runs out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It may steps into the apartment. The yeah. rocket arm is trained on him. Not even the blaster arm, you're saying. The rocket the arm. The rocket arm. Okay. Rocket arm. And I think uh, Lot Dodd mm-hmm. is like, what, what, what's what's going on here how do you come into my apartment how dare you knock down my droid servant yeah and how does mace respond to this do you think um he was lying to me and i need to speak to you uh you can either have him stand down or you will lose your battle droid and i think lot dodd now is happy in a in a strange way he's he's very fearful for his life because this is a jedi right. and lot dodd knows that the jedi maybe probably kind of know that he's playing both sides but yeah. if he can get footage mm-hmm. of a jedi being mm-hmm. violent towards him oh this is great so he hits he casually hits a little button and the, all the recording devices in his apartment go on. <laughs> he does, yeah. I, I think his ring app, app activates. <laughs> exactly. I don't. I think maybe Maze hasn't noticed this yet. How, no, because he's focused. Maze, he's fo- Maze focused, singularly, right? Singularly focused. Um, yeah. And uh, what, well, what do you think happens next? I think um, I think Mace steps towards Lot Dodd very menacingly. Yeah. Um, he's not going to do anything out of pure evil or anger or violence. Yeah. I Mace is a Jedi. His hands are steepled. Hands are steepled. They're not on the blade. Comes forward and says, I intend to prove, because I think this is what Mace kind of does. Yeah. I intend to prove that you've been working and profiting off the Separatists all along. Yeah. Your entire career is a lie. Yeah. And I think he says, I know that's true. You know that's true. You could make things easier by simply telling me what you know about the separatist plans right now. Right. Or this can be difficult. Yep. I'm not attacking you. I'm simply telling you the truth. Yeah. And I think Lot Dodd says, Ah, mm-hmm. please, please, no. 
and I think uh, he throws himself backwards as though Mesa pushed him <laughs> with the force. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, but it's real bad. It's real bad. Yeah, he hits the ground and then he does this really slow roll as though uh, the momentum is still carrying him. And he's like, I have, ah, being attacked. I have no choice. And Mace is like, what? And suddenly he hears, is the rocket. Yeah, launches. Launches. Yeah. And Mace turns around, you know, f- senses it in the force and turns around and just stops the rocket moments, seconds before it would have killed him. So he puts his hand up and the, the rocket's, rocket's like yeah, imagine in the air. Yeah, Kylo's uh, stopping the laser bolt and yeah. Force Awakens. Yeah, this is that kind of thing. Whew, the rocket's right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then and I think then Lot Dodd says, like, he looks up to right where one of the cameras is and says, <laughs> I have to defend myself. And he picks up his uh, piece of uh, furniture he smashed yeah. and just wax mace in the uh in the shin yep. with it <laughs> yep and yep. mace has no choice he's got to get rid of this rocket right yeah uh before his concentration is broken because when he gets hit in the shin it, it, the rocket gets a little closer to his hand yeah and mace is just like god no and i think he turns the rocket around with the force and throws it into the servant tribe yeah servant droid is no more <laughs> robes hats Arms, shrapnel everywhere. Servos, springs, yeah, screws. Absolutely. <laughs> Flying everywhere. Mace, in fact, gets a, a cut on his cheek. His oh, little, yeah, a, a lot little of shrapnel. B2 yeah. droid screw yep. cuts his cheek. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think Lot Dodd says or does? Uh, I think Lot Dodd cries and cowers. <laughs> um, and I think uh, much like uh, New Gunray at the end uh, to Anakin, uh, Sidious uh, promised us peace, where he just kind of like spills, spills yeah. some beans. And I think Lot Dodd's kind of at that point where he, he knows he knows right away. Um, he, he, maybe he can use this one moment to beg for mercy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I think he's, he's still playing it up for the cameras a little bit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But now but, he's really fearful. Right, because, so what you're saying is you think that any sort of propaganda is not going to be really useful to him if he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he knows uh, from studying the Jedi that uh, this particular Jedi feels like, you attack me, that's fair game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if anything, he's going to maybe lose a hand, maybe his life. Yeah. So I think he's like, please, please. I know. I know nothing. I, I am a, a proud member of the Trade Federation and the Galactic Republic. Uh, I don't want to die. And I think he clicks another button on yeah. his on his wrist okay. and activates his final line of defense. A closet door swings open. <laughs> Inside that closet is row after row of tall, beautiful hat, little point at the top. And Mace hadn't even been threatening him. He's just standing over him. Right. And suddenly, out of these hats, these little pointy, crawly feet come out. Oh, yeah. The hats are weaponized. And I would say Mm. about, like, 25 hats start scuttling down along the walls uh, and the floor and the ceiling and surrounding mace battle battle hat droids battle hat droids yeah same technology <laughs> that the hologram hologram projector that exactly. Sidious was on in in the boo them there scuttling yep. feet the exact same kind yep scuttle feet <clears throat> scuttle feet scuttle feet yeah so they start 
all 25 of them start, are they, they beelining straight for Mace? Yeah, right? I think they're surrounding yeah. him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and I think it's, uh, I, I think Mace, uh, uh, is like, this is only proving to me that you are ready for war. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. And he, <laughs> uh, uh, I think it's at this point that uh-huh. one of the hats attacks. What does it do? Well, I think Lot Dog kind of stands up and he's uh-huh. very f- confident. It's yeah. a misplaced confidence. Yeah. And he says, aha, this will be the end of you. Hats attack. <laughs> uh, okay. So and then the first one goes after Mace. All right. What do you think the hats do? Um, I think what they do is they, uh, on the, the feet scuttle and then the feet kind of act as like a spring and just, and, and the hats themselves become not explosive missiles, but projectiles. Projectiles, yeah, I like it. Uh, so one projectiles itself at Mace. Uh, he catches it and uh, throws it uh, into the window, shattering the window. Mace can't go anywhere without shattering the window. Shattering windows, man. Uh, yeah, and he's like, in Mace thinks, I ah, like, okay, I'm onto the hats. They fire rockets. And then suddenly... All the hats start doing different weird things. One has a uh, has a little uh, 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 shocker, mm-hmm. uh, like the like the buzz droids do. Uh, oh, I love that! One hat ejects like just kind of a wild swinging vibro knife. Uh, another one, it's a blaster. So it's yeah. all of these things for for Mace to defend. Yeah, and the lightsaber is out now, and Mace starts. Mm-hmm. Dancing and slashing, oh, yeah, and beautiful. oh, there the and he can't believe that he is being just tested, yeah, to the absolute limit of mm. his Jedi prowess yeah. by a bunch of hats. And and I think, um, I think Lot Dodd's watching with like glee, like yeah, kind of Nimodian glee, yeah, uh, like ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. yeah. Yeah, so how do you think Mace is uh, faring with the hats? Describe what you see in this this ballet of death. It, well, that's exactly what I do see. Like the movements, the legs, the 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 he drops down to a knee and swings at one, and he's taking a few of them out. Yeah, but we got twenty five. I think he's uh, you know I'm always big in counting the actual casual, casualties in battles uh, to make sure we we got the numbers fair. <laughs> I think six are down, nineteen remain. Six are down, nineteen remain. He's blasting. He's reflecting some of the blaster yeah. shots. One of them, I just think, shoots uh, like uh, little spikes out, and ah, oh, some yeah. are hitting Mace, but he's knocked away, so he's not killing all of them right away, uh, not cutting through them like butter. Uh, and then what ends up happening is, I think uh, they, the nineteen of them, really start to overtake and they surround him. One shoots like not acid, but like it's like a little bit of like a fluid that's kind of stingy. Yeah, it's not okay. going to like damage or affect Mace, but just kind of like, ow! It, yeah, it's an annoyance. It, yes. It's distracting him and, and from his connection with the force. And he starts to lose. The hats start to, he falls to the ground, and all 19 of the remaining hats start to like ants on a carcass yeah. over him. Because he's containing himself. Yes. And right, he, yes. he didn't come here to kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as the hats start to swarm above him, Mace realizes that this is even more bizarre than... I had thought it would be. There's something else. There's got to be something else. He's always mm-hmm. thinking about that mystery. Yeah. Going back to his first, one of his first lines in Phantom Menace of, this is the clue we need to solve the right. uh, mystery of the, uh, the identity of your attacker, yeah. uh, which is actually just not the clue, the answer. Yes. Uh, and he notices Lot Dodd's eyes flick up mm. towards something in the corner. Mm. And Mace suddenly realizes what's happening to him. Yeah. He sees the camera. 
mm-hmm. and he knows that if he unleashes his his full Jedi power to save himself, he will be used as a tool by the amazing propaganda skills of the mm-hmm. Trade Federation. Yeah, I think this is a good point to pause our combat. Yep, you know Mace Windu, obviously physical victor has some easily, advantages. Right? Yeah, has yeah, some yeah. advantages yeah. on Lot Dodd. Yeah, I mean, look. One's a master Jedi, one has a tall hat. So it's kind of close, yeah, and, but and not a, really. Even an army of hats cannot defeat Mace. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm going with that. But like uh, many things here in this prequel era, it is a dance of tactics and mm-hmm. uh, optics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who do you want to win? Who do you think should win? I mean, I want one or two of the hats to survive because <laughs> I think they're just doing their jobs uh, there. But uh, I, I definitely, I am Mace. All the way. Okay. You feel like he Cannot even deny it. A physical victory, a moral victory, both? Mm, clean slate. A clean slate. He wins it all. It's Mace, Mother, Bip, and Windu. Right? <laughs> I, I, I thought you were listing uh, three characters. <laughs> one named Mace, one named Mother, and another named Bleep. Yeah. But nope, Mace, Mother, we, Windu. possible in a Star Wars podcast. Absolutely. what we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I agree. There's just there's just no way. Lot Dodd has not done anything in uh, Right. In this, to make no. us more sympathetic, for or in life, God. yeah. <laughs> so we we have a tangled tale to tell here yeah. in our climax. Mace has not unleashed his full powers. He certainly can, mm-hmm. uh, but he also has to be careful not to do it in a way that will uh, allow Lot Dodd to escape with great propaganda about a Jedi attacking him in his home. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to decide if if. Uh, Mace is. I don't think Mace is just going to kill Lot Dodd. Just kill him? Okay. No, I don't. I don't think he's. He. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Django is an active threat. Yeah, Lot yeah. Dodd is a guy with a lot of hats. It wouldn't look good for Mace. No, no. Um, so here, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Let me know if you have a thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that Mace realizes that Mace is a good uh, strategy Jedi ultimately, and he realizes that the game here is not just about physical violence and intimidation, it is about uh, optics. And he realizes, my main enemy in this room is those cameras. Yes. And if I can take them out, then I can finish this the way I want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's 19 cameras left. 19 cameras. Wow. So funny, because there's 19 hats. There's 19 hats, 19 cameras. Now, mm-hmm. I think the way that Mace discovers this yeah. is... He is such a great Jedi, he is willing to experience horrific pain. He is. So I think that he basically, he reaches out into the Force and goes into a meditative state to feel mm-hmm. every camera. And while that's happening... Vibrations. The f- yeah. Hats are on him, just yeah. cutting, uh, poking, burning, just really doing a number on, yeah. on poor old Mace. Yeah. Like, hurting him bad. Yep, yep. But he senses where the cameras are. Right. What does he say and what does he do next, Ken? Um, this show is over. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts one by one, force grabbing the hats and flinging them to a camera. Okay. So he's matching the 19 droids <laughs> to the 19 cameras. <laughs> one flies up. <laughs> yeah. The other one flies up. <laughs> There's 17 left. 
Okay, you get where I'm going. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know if he completes that, but that's where he's coming. No, I think he does. He, Eighteen cameras are gone. One is still left somewhere in this room, and Mace realizes the camera is in Lot Dodd's fake left eye. Yes, the final camera mm-hmm. is in the fake left eye of Lot Dodd. Right. He's got one hat droid left. Mm-hmm. In that camera, looking out from Lot Dodd's eye. And I think Lot Dodd sees what Mace Windu is up to. Mm -hmm. And I think makes a a final desperate plea of like, look, no, it's just, I'm just, I I just uh, believe in good journalism and I support the camera industry. This is just (laughs) what's best economically for the galaxy. You have no proof. (laughs) You have no proof. And I think Mace Windu reiterates, like, you are not listening to me. Mm-hmm. The show is over, and yeah. it will not be televised. Mm-mm. And I think that he pulls out his lightsaber, mm-hmm. bleeding, torn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he dances across the room. He slices the last droid hat. Okay. And then mm-hmm. brings his lightsaber, shunk, Right to Lot Dodd's face. Uh-huh. And for just a second, Lot Dodd's like, ha, ha, ha. And then he suddenly realizes just the tip <laughs> of Mace Windu's lightsaber has pierced his camera eye. Sparks. Sparks. Ah! What do you think happens next? Lot screams, my camera eye. <laughs> Very descriptive. Very, Very descriptive. descriptive. Yeah. I think uh, Mace... Pulls the blade back mm-hmm. and says, now you will tell me the truth and then you will come with me and you will face the Republic Senate, which I still believe in. Yeah. You're under arrest. Yeah. And I think he pulls Lot Dodd to himself mm-hmm. with the force and he begins marching him out mm-hmm. and he suddenly senses something amiss. Mace is sick of this. Yeah. Like every day Man. for the last 10 years, he's suddenly sensed something, something amiss. Something It's never right. There's always the cloud of the dark side. And he realizes that uh, Lot Dodd is um, doing something weird with his mouth. He has a little capsule hidden in his Lot Dodd teeth. <laughs> he bites down on it yeah. and Mace uses the force to open his mouth. He <laughs> has to be gentle to not hurt him. Uh, but it's too late. Too late. And Mace is like, no. No, don't no. you die on me. And then he realizes it wasn't any sort of poison capsule because Lot Dodd just goes, suddenly looks at him and goes, Hello, who are you? <laughs> who am I? Whose apartment is this? What happened to all these nice hats? And Mace realizes mm-hmm. the frustration of the dark side, always just obscuring things. Mm-hmm. Lot Dodd has uh, bitten down on some mm-hmm. sort of memory wiping yeah. Pill technology. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's uh, that's <laughs> what's going on. And, and Lot just kind of falls to the ground and then gets back up and is very confused. I like your robes. What is this? <laughs> Where's uh, Where are these broken hats on the ground? Yeah. And Mace is just frustrated. Mace cut, bleeding, sighs, and says quietly to himself, no. And I think he has to accept... That any information he was going to get from Lot Dodd is not coming. Not going to happen. Lot Dodd lives to die another day. (laughs) 
and so does Mace Windu. Do you have any post-credit scenes to this epic hat battle? Yeah, we fade out and then we fade back up at Dex's diner. And Mace Windu was <laughs> sitting there with a bag of space ice on his cheek, uh, eating a space burger. And uh, Dexter Jetster sits across from him and says, Well, what you got there is an Imodian memory pill. <laughs> and Mace just goes back to his burger. Because <laughs> he kind of already knew that. <laughs> Thanks, Dex. Thanks. That is our super weird tribute to the Phantom Menace, a just knockdown drag out fight uh, between Mace Windu and 25 hats. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. That's what Databank Brawl is all Absolutely. about. If there are characters or hats that you would like to see fight, let us know with the hashtag Databank Brawl. Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Kednapsock and Kednapsock.com where you can get a lot of information on my shows, uh, where to buy my book, and all the podcasts that I'm on. Excellent. And we always like to thank Tony Thaxton for our theme music. You can check out his Patreon at patreon.com slash Soundtrack. You can check out ours at patreon.com slash forcecenter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw and check out my albums, podcasts, and shows on my website at josephscrimshot.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, well, no one was really listening to him. I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.